Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to this week on the Degenerate Clubhouse. Uh, last week, uh, there was a lot of Aaron's story time. I, I don't think I, I'm emotionally ready to do another another episode like that. Like I, I got to space them out, uh, both for, I guess, for content, because I, I do have a lot of stories, but they are finite. I'm not making as many new ones, and uh, I also don't have a mental breakdown. So we're going to steer clear of that. <laughs> um, but it sounds like Armando had a pretty interesting weekend and I, w- I would like to hear about that. Maybe maybe there were some some fireworks and trials and tribulations this past weekend. Armando, what happened? So, yeah, it's, uh, Saturday was the usual, you know, wake up kind of late, get ready for UFC fight nights, that kind of ordeal. So, so, so like, so like set, the, set the scene. Like, it's, it's, you're, you're waking up, you're in, in, in your, your bed. Uh, is there like, is there like, like uh, curtains drawn, old beer cans scattered around, or, or, no. or is it wake up late, like in a nice? You're 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 still you're still maintaining. You're still like in a good frame of mind. No, I knew I knew that Saturday was going to be my like go all out, have a bunch of beers, watch the UFC, be outdoors all day, maybe grill. That was like my Saturday. Like I knew that was going to be a lot of uh, a lot of work. Not a lot of work. It's leisure. It's fun. But so Friday I didn't do I didn't do any major drinking. I okay. think I may have had like a like a you know those wine spritzer type everyone's coming out with like a version of, yeah, version of white claw like Bud Light has one, uh Cor- Corona uh-huh. has one. So I had like one or two of the Corona versions of it Friday night and so I didn't no, I didn't you, rage. You, you tapped into your inner white girl. Okay. Dude, it gets warm so those yeah, they 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 they're refreshing. They don't fuck you up. They don't you don't get a buzz. You'd have to drink like 10 gallons of them to get a buzz. But uh yeah. You, I think I think they're delicious, but you have to say it with like vocal fry, like oh, they're delicious, like that. It's funny you say that because the first time I had White Claw, uh, different tangent story. A cousin of mine and I went to a hot sauce festival here in Southern California that used to be held every year. This last uh-huh. year, obviously with COVID, they didn't do it, but. It's usually like held outside the at the Angel Stadium. They this guy, this owner, this promoter guy, like fences off. I don't know how many square feet of whatever concrete in the parking lot, and um, he invites a bunch of hot sauce vendors there. And uh, we, my cousin and I, bought the VIP package, which included all you can drink. So for like forty bucks, <laughs> we got fucking loaded off of like decent beers, local beers, and white claws. Uh, uh- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. It sounds like a good purchase. I just think, just to me, the concept of a VIP package yeah. for a hot uh-huh. sauce thing in a parking yep. lot is kind. Of, it's funny. No, dude, it, it, it's fun. The, the first year we went, the first year we went. It's like I'm, oh. I, I got the, I got the VIP package for the passenger seat of this El Camino right now. Yeah. I am a high roller, very important person. Yeah. I get shotgun in the El Camino. The, the first. This only this VIP cost me twenty whole dollars. No, no, no. That was the first year. The first Canadian. The first year we went, we didn't know what we were doing, so we we totally. Uh, I think we Ubered there. I don't know because we knew we were going to be drinking, and we didn't buy the VIP package. We bought the normal package, the the, the entry uh-huh. level. That was like twenty bucks, and that one just gets you in. Noobs, right. you really didn't we didn't know, know what, what you were so missing. The following year, we're like, you know, we're going to upgrade. We're going to do the VIP, 
and uh, it's all yeah. you can drink. So we're like, fuck it, why not? But you get to sample all these different hot sauces and and chilies and peppers and random shit. They do hot hot food eating contests like every hour in the hour. There's usually like a did did they roll out the vinyl floor mats for you? No, no. But I'll, check this out. Okay, you're, you're making fun of me, but this is I'll, uh, so I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I'm not no no. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the concept of a yeah. VIP package for a parking oh, lot dude, hot sauce. It's thing. fucking awesome. It's <laughs> it's fucking great. I know it doesn't. I don't do a good job of painting the picture. But um, that's fine. They, uh, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you. I'm not making fun of you. It's just I just that that concept uh, tickled me they, a little bit. They have a or the first year we went, they had a wrestling ring and they actually had like live lucha libre type wrestling in the middle of the thing. That's that's pretty Dude, dope. It was awesome. And uh, like I said, yeah, we learned from the first time. Like you know, if you put, if you bought the extra double VIP package, you got to put on one of the masks and become one of the lucha libre. Probably you just had to sign a waiver. Be, I, I would pay. The, I would pay it. I'd be, I'd pay to get my butt kicked by some Lucha Libre guy. So, so, so none, none of this had happened Friday. Right. You, you exactly. just had, you said some white clouds because you were, you were saving up. Yes. You were, you were getting ready to peak on Saturday. No, they weren't the white clouds. So, they, were, so you, they weren't you, white clouds. They were white cloud equivalent. They were like uh, the. Corona, I understand. I understand. Whatever. I was. Just, I'm just. I'm helping you. I'm helping you set Sa- the mood. So that was your mindset. You wake up a little late, and then what Sa- happens? Saturday, I'm like, okay. Got to start the grill, defrosting all my meats. I didn't do as much this time. I just did a couple sausages, that kind of deal. But then I went myself, bought myself a 24-pack of beer. And, okay, my, my, I think like most other people, their weekend consists of like Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday's recovery because they have to go to work the next day, right? Uh Uh-huh. Unfortunately for me, I've not been employed for three months or four months, I forget. So... My entire week is weekend, if I wanted to, if I wanted to, to, to be like that. Saturday, I treated it like a Saturday, like Sunday, I'm going to have to sleep in, recover, et cetera, et cetera. I went all out Saturday. 24-pack of beer. I think I went through 12 of them. Sausages that I grilled, made some, I did, I caramelized some onions and shit. It was fucking epic. Like, the, the food I made was pretty, pretty, pretty sick. Watched the fights, had a good time. Fights were decent. Uh, did you do... I'm uh, I'm guessing you saw the KO, the Impa. Yeah, yeah I think everyone's seen the. Holy so, shit! So, so just to just to to for anyone who's not a, a UFC fan, like every so often, just one of the craziest things will happen in a fight that looks like it was directly out of a movie. Prior to that, the one that always came up on on highlights was there was a fighter named Anthony Pettis. He's fighting Benson Henderson, and as Benson Henderson was backing up kind of close to the fence on the octagon, Anthony Pettis took like a running jump, ran two steps off the side of the cage where he was almost like parallel to the floor, and then as he pushed off the cage, kicked Benson Henderson in the head. It was nuts. This one was for the first one in a long time. Was at the, at this level. What what happened was you know fighter. I, forget, I don't even remember their names, but fighter Joaquin something was the guy that that. Uh, yeah, here I should. You know what? You know what? Fuck that. I was just gonna say fighter A, fighter B, give but uh, yeah. But as I'm just saying, how this was like one of the most spectacular uh, kicks and knockouts like in like the history of the sports. So, like I better. I better give this man his due diligence and um, and actually use his name. It was it was uh, Joaquin Buckley versus uh, Impa. Oh God, that's a heck yeah. of a name. 
Kasangana. No, no, I didn't get there. Impa Kasangane. Impa Kasangane. That's what we're going to go with. We're going to say it's correct. So anyway, so, so Buckley goes to throw a kick with, I believe it was his left leg. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kasangane catches the kick. So usually when that happens, it's like, okay, he cut, you know, you land a kick on the body, the guy catches it, and you're just trying to get your, your leg free and, and get back to the mat and keep striking. So instead of that, he uses that, that to, to spin. So he's, he, the guy's holding his left leg. He pivots on his right leg, and then as he's spinning, jumps with his right leg and throws a, a spinning back kick with his right leg. So he's pivoting and jumping all with the one leg and then just the, bangs the guy right in the head. I mean, it was it, it was the sort of thing if you saw it in an action movie, you'd be like, that was a cool move. It's kind of unrealistic, yeah. though. Yeah, and, and, and a, a couple of things with that. Impa, as he got hit in the face... Like it, you can tell, it was an instant KO knockout by his. Fi- there's like oh, oh, oh his his soul yeah, left his yeah. body. If you, if there's a picture. There's several pictures. He was like he was like standing still. Like he's he was knocked. He like literally was out cold standing up, and his facial expression was like one eye is going this way, the other guy's going that. You know, it was just it, it, like his his soul had left its body it was it was rising up through the it was like it was like impa go towards the light go yeah. towards the light and then the next thing he knows it was you know, keith peterson like slapping yeah. his his face with his, his cigarette and alcohol breath um waking him up that's that's a inside joke between me and myself don't worry about it it was um it was kind of it, it, kind of comical to watch but kind of also at the same time kind of like you felt bad for him Com- i say yeah. comical because like only in comedy movies do you do you do like a knockout where the guy has that same type of like expression on his face. Like it's kind of like, ha ha, he got punched in the face, you got knocked out. But this was like legit real. What made it kind of sad was that um, apparently like Impa's like a really like uh, God fearing man, and was he's like a really really nice, polite guy. Like even like even like uh-huh. the pre fight build up, Joaquin like tried to kind of like mean mug him and impa was like smiles so very light-hearted guy he's then one that ends up getting knocked out well and even even after like he he i think it was uh, a statement he released saying like that it was an incredible uh ko and it was like it's still like an honor to share the the octagon with with uh, buckley and everything like that and it's like dang like the you know people handle losses in all different ways and and just to be really stand up and like chill and give credit where credit's due is the path less traveled for, for fighters because it's hard to admit like holy shit my opponent did something great yeah, yeah I, my I was uh, I was about halfway to to heaven but now I'm back here making this Instagram post so yeah pro, you know props to, props to both of them I mean for for an incredible knockout and uh, and then also just just you know, Impa being just a stand-up dude all around. So that, so that, but that, that was all happening. What while you were working your way through that twenty-four pack? Yeah. What's how does this relate to the story? No, just I'm tr- I'm trying to prep for my Sunday. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to build to Sunday, right? I'm not I'm not. Oh, okay. So 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 all the shit goes down uh, Sunday. No, all this that's, shit goes that's down. What we're, yeah, all the shit that I get into, all the craziness I get into is on sa- on Sunday. Yes. So Saturday, again, mind you, like I said, Saturday is typically like my day where I go all out. Sunday's my recovery day. 
awesome fights, uh-huh. UFC fights. I go through about twelve of my twenty-four. Um, I, I do I do like that you're using um, exercise science terminology, like 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 an athletic trainer. <laughs> like, we're we're really gonna try to peak on Saturday. We're gonna get we're gonna get some oh, reps yeah, yeah, yeah. in of Bud Light. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna superset with White Claws. Yeah, yeah. And then if we get a real a real good pump, we really we really tax the uh, gastrointestinal uh, system. We're gonna we're gonna slow things down. We're gonna get a recovery day on Sunday. You know you can't go 100 percent all the time. You're gonna overtrain, yeah. and uh, when you overtrain on Bud Light and White Claws, it can lead to uh, some some limited performance in the future and diarrhea. We don't yep. want that. We're we're gonna train hard, smarter, not harder. So anyhow, that's that was your. That was your that was Saturday. Saturday. Good it was, night. It was good, watching good night the fights. Um, I I kind of made like a dumb drunk five dollar parlay bet on the co-main and the main. I took both underdogs and both underdogs lost. I was like, yeah, oh. I was like, I was like, I knew what I was getting into, but it was kind of like I'm buzzing five dollars to win thirty or whatever it was. Oh, big like yeah, no, but on the main the main event that a hundred percent makes sense. Picking Mac one yeah. to beat Edson Barbosa, yeah. that was that was a that would be a hard no for me. That's a no for yeah, me, dog. Yeah. Well, I was you know at submissions and ground game. You know, Barbosa is notorious for not having a really great ground game. His wrestling's improved, but I was like, again, it was hail mary. I knew it was a hail mary. I was throwing up. I, I knew that. Wait, I got. I wish I could do a British, British accent. I, I I was about to do in my head. I had like the, you know the. Um, like American Idol or whatever fucking judges like like reviewing like like. They're like if they were reviewing your bet, you'd have Randy or, or saying that's a no for me, dog. And then Simon Cannibal would just be like, Armando, do you not like money? Would you like to just burn it and wipe your ass with it? Because that's what you just did betting on Maquan yeah. Amirakani over Edson Barmosa. You disgust me, Armando. I can't was, do a Simon a, Cowell impression. Was, Anyhow, it happens. It happens. You, in in the midst of your hard uh, training session, you know, sometimes you get a little sloppy. Sometimes you get a little. little you were battling a twenty four pack of Bud mm-hmm. Light. Errors are getting judgmental happen. It's understandable. Fights are over. Go to bed. I'm like, great. That was my that was my Saturday. Again, Sunday, the intention was just to recover. The Lakers are playing. I'll watch the Lakers at home in my PJs or my boxer briefs. Drink water, Gatorade. Just kind of hide, rehydrate from the, the Friday or Saturday of drinking. Um, that didn't happen, though. Woke up Saturday or Sunday and... I called a cousin of mine. I was like, "Hey, man, um, the uh, the Laker game. Let's go. Let's go. Let's watch the Laker game together. Let's go. You know, let's come out to my parents' place. You know, no, nothing crazy. Not like a big party type of deal. Just get together, watch the game." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, just come over here. We're already kind of prepared for watching the Laker game." Um, so I was like, "Okay, fine." I I, I went to his place, and uh, the, the the plan was again. Just to watch the Laker game, enjoy the game, no drinking, relax. Didn't turn out that way, though. Another cousin of his showed up. Uh, his cousin, Wait, so if it's a cousin of his, isn't it also a cousin kinda. of yours? He's like my cousin's cousin. They're not. He's not related to me, but so, I, I, he's not directly related. We, we don't share any aunts or uncles together. I understand. <clears throat> um, yeah, Hispanics, we have... We multiply. He, he, he's like a, he's like a like a cousin, sure. not a cousin. But we but we still call each other cousin, kind of, sort of. Like that's my cousin. You know what I mean? It's just there's so many of us 
Jaffe, we're all we're all kind of related, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Um, so at that, I feel like I'm baited into making a, a joke that I no, regret make, later, so I'm not going to do it. Make it <laughs> some people might find it funny. Some people might be offended. I, I didn't. I didn't have one in mind, but I was like, I was like, I feel like that was a setup for like like a, a, a racist joke. You're like, you're like teeing it up. I'm like, I don't, I don't really have those ready to go off the top of my head. I could, I could come up with some racist material if you want nope. me to, but I, I'd rather nope. not. If that's all the not same to you. No? Next okay. Time, next time. <laughs> like, next time. Uh, right. Guys, <laughs> tune in next episode where I get canceled. Right. <laughs> like, so. So the three of us, um, I guess it, it doesn't matter if I mention their names. Uh, David's like my cousin. He's a uh, few months younger than me, three, four months, something like that, two, three, four months. Not not a whole lot younger. Bobby is like a whole year younger than both of us. Is there a John involved in this? No. There's no John. It's it's David and Bobby. Yes. So okay. So David, Bobby, myself, my aunt, aunt – Wait, and, and how how old is Bobby? Is he older than seven years old and still going by Bobby? His name is Robert, but he goes by Bobby. I think it's Roberto, but he goes by Bobby. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So uh, he's a twin, by the way, too. But is he older than seven? Yes, older than seven. And he goes by Bobby. Yes. Okay. He's got a twin okay. brother. How how he's got a how twin old brother. is he? He's he's a year younger than I am. Or yeah. He's year is are they identical twins? Yes, they're identical. There's yes. What's his brother's name? Is it Bobby and what? So I had a joke about that a long time ago. His brother's name is Raul. I there Bobby was a, and Raul. there was a joke wow. one where I it was it was so several several years ago I was hammered hanging out with Bobby and his ex wife, and uh, I th- I forget how I delivered it, but I was like, dude, if your brother was named Ricky, you guys would be Ricky Bobby. Horrible delivery, but again, you had to be there. I was drinking. It was a good time. Smiles all around. Uh, it's yeah. a good joke. Uh, I think you would. I heard. You know what though? I heard Louis C.K. tell that yeah. at the improv, and I think might have. It might have been that parallel thinking thing was that I've heard about. Was it uh, on his comeback from after you know his uh, sexual mis allegation thing, or is it? No, it was before oh. that. It was really weird that he was talking about his Mexican cousins. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. I don't fucking Louis C.K. Like he's so prolific. He's got material about everything. Anyhow, you were saying so. So you're you're there with with uh, with Bobby and Bobby, David. David, myself, aunt and uncle. Actually, a couple aunts and uncle, and we're just there, lounge, like literally lounging, watching Sunday football morning. Like we were watching fun, uh, Sunday morning games. It was like ten o'clock in the morning, watching the morning games to kind of like I guess build up to the afternoon Lakers game, right? Game uh, six, I think. Sure, game six. The intention was just to stay there and and, and just watch the games, but you know, Bobby had a uh, whatever a twelve pack of Bud Light or whatever there, and I ended up showing up with like a twelve pack. It was just you know, let's have a few, let's toss a few back. And um, when when Bobby's like, if Bobby's matches. How how what's the what's the I'm like Flint right or or vice versa like it just takes one of us to be like hey yes okay let's go um so you're he he's like he's like an Elon Musk flamethrower and you're you're like Joe Rogan who just got sure. a hold of it and wants uh-huh. to play with it you're you're like you're like a kerosene lantern and uh he he is like 
No, I had yep. I had something. Yep. I lost it. I should have I should have goddamn I should stopped with the Elon Musk one. and Joe yep. Rogan. Because uh-huh. that one was like not good, but it wasn't bad. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I can no. get to bad. Anyhow, so so we so we get it. You you, you two you two are when together are primed to to start some shenanigans. It, it, it could it could lead to that. Actually, David is usually okay. Usually, David is part of that triad, part of the trio of like let's get into some stupid shit. <clears throat> So he he brings it out in you because that's like a like a recessive Armando we, gene. It doesn't yeah. It doesn't come out often, but when it does come out, then there's balls on people's shoulders. Uh, foreheads, but yeah, okay, close enough. Oh, was it forehead? I wasn't yeah. there. Anyhow, that was that was a, a callback from like 19 years ago yeah. or something. Anyhow, um, so I don't know who. I think it was actually. I think it was me this time. I'm pretty sure it was me this time. That was like, fuck it. Let's go to Uptown Whittier to go watch the Laker game. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. I got the it. The time is gone. <laughs> Try it. Go ahead. Try it. I got it. <laughs> you're, 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 you're like a California forest, and he's like a gender reveal party. Sure. <laughs> that one would have been good because it's topical. Sure. But it, yeah. Um, it would be better if I knew in that gender reveal party if it was a boy or a girl. That would be – that would really flesh the joke out, but – I'm distracted enough. So so we we understand the dynamic. We've got it. So then what happens? So after a couple uh beers in each of us, uh I think David stopped early. Um and again, usually it's it's one of the three of us is kinda like, Hey, let's do this, let's do that, let's get into some more trouble. What happened was David had a interview that following day, so he was like, I'm out early, I'm I, I can't drink too much, I can't stay out too late, etc. I good, good I, man, I brought good up job. the I'm pretty sure it was me. I brought up the suggestion to Bobby, "Hey dude, let's go watch the Laker game in Uptown Whittier. There's a bunch of bars and restaurants and what have you that have tables set up outside." So, it didn't take very much convincing and we did it. We said, "Fuck it, let's go to Uptown Whittier." Um we have a uh, we I I Armando Ramirez and actually you you're a Lancer as well. We have a brother who just graduated like a year or two ago. Um, graduated Whittier about a year or two ago. This kid Roman has a cousin that is a co-owner to one of the bar and grills in Uptown Whittier. So I used that as an in. I called the place and I was like, hey. Uh, one of my friends named Roman Curiel, I think is I think is one of his cousins owns this place. Can I I know it's kind of short notice. Laker games coming on. Can you can you find us a table cuz cuz they get packed. They so I went Friday night and they were packed. Like they were like sorry you can't get in for the Laker game. Okay. So I called in advance. I was like, "Hey, look. Can you get us a table? I know the game's going to start like in 20 minutes, 15 minutes, but can you please get us a table?" I, I dropped my friend's name. <laughs> I was like, I know this guy. Can you get me a table, please? And uh, he's like, you know what? If you can get here within the next five to ten minutes, I got you a table. Score. Bobby, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got to leave now. We got to go. We got to go, go, go. Because if, if, we, if we take longer, than, if we go at, at the end of first quarter, the, the table is not going to be there for us. We got to go now. Rallied Bobby. Bobby's like, let's go. We jump in his car. We drive to this place. I don't want to mention the name because I don't want to get them in trouble. The owners, whatever. Anyway, we're we're waiting in line. Like they have our, they have my name 
Let's just, we'll just call it the COVID Cantina. Sure, COVID Cantina. It's a little. They have they have my name like a little breeding ground for for fun and viruses. They have my name as kind of like a like a. They have my name and then they have my buddy's name, the the, the co owner's cousin's name in parentheses. Like this guy knows mm-hmm. this guy. Like like elbow elbow, let him in. Wink wink, let him in. Uh, so I get there. We don't have to wait very long for a table. They're like, tell you what. We got a table ready for you right now, but it's typically only. Oh, oh, was it was it a VIP table? It kind of was. Thank you for the interruption it, it again. It all ties yes. together because you have VIP experience. We've established that it earlier. A, it, You're used to it. You understand how this process works. Rubbing elbows with the rich and yeah. famous. So they p- parking lot bean festivals and COVID cantinas. Okay, I understand. Makes sense. So Continue. they have this table ready, but it's a table for four and. Uh, we're like, you know, there's there's only a two in your group. Uh, we might have to split up the table. Oh, oh. Do you? Una mesa para dos personas? Yes. I Sorry, I just got excited. Something I knew how to say. There's so a, they split them, they're going to split it up. There's a table for four. They're going to split it up to accommodate us. They would rather not split up the table. They would rather keep it one whole table, but we, you know, two of our group didn't, didn't go. I, we were trying to convince David and one of his cousins, cousins, I don't know, some other girl that one of them knows. Yo comprendo. Sure. They decide not to go, so it's only Bobby and I. But there are two um, uh, older ladies. Not, not older ladies. Uh, you know, they 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 ended up being. If you ha- if you had to estimate the age, how old they're are they? They're in their mid or to early forties. Mind you, I'm not forty yet, so they're only a few years older than me. Five, four, five, six years older than me at most. So okay, All right. so. Bobby being the uh, there's a turn. So 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 they were to a college kid they were cougars and to you they were just an age appropriate person who's slightly older. Yeah, sure, huh? Exactly. Right, because if I had been in my mid twenties, they were for sure cougars. But for me, they were like they're they were older than I. They weren't like I think a year or two plus minus is about age appropriate. But they ended up being four or five, whatever, no big deal. Maybe a little double sure. standard for women, sure. but no, go, sure. okay, go, continue. Right. So, Bobby, I mean, you can get woke later after the story's over. Keep, keep going. Bobby, being the, um, I don't want to call him horn dog. That's not, it's not accurate. It's not accurate. Bobby's been uh, married and divorced once or twice. I think he's got like three kids, something like that. So he's kind of on the mend. I, on the other hand, single as fuck, don't really care. He's kind of on the mend, but he's he's he plays around. He's not, you know, shy to talk to girls. These two girls that are standing there next to us, Bobby's like, hey, well, uh, you guys want to come sit with Because they're waiting. They don't have the ins that we have. They don't have the VIP privileges that me and Bobby have, right? right? So they're going to have to wait like... They're not They're not connected. No. They're going to have to wait like... To, to the rich and yeah, powerful. They're going to have to wait it. like 45 minutes, give or take, to even get a table. Bobby it talks to one of these girls like, hey, look, we got this table. Table for but, four. Oh, okay, so... So, so, so I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but you really didn't give us. We we it took us a while to establish the age. Like, are they at least like a little bit attractive? What they look like? You have um, to, you have to really paint this this word picture, Armando, because we can't really understand the nuance of the story without that. I, I got to be careful with what I say, but for sure, neither were tens. Neither of these gals are tens. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're saying like like the the two most beautiful women in the world weren't randomly right, no. 
in the COVID cantina in Whittier. That's yeah. that's not a shock. Like they were they like, were they were they weren't tens. They weren't on the they were in the higher end of the spectrum. They weren't on the lower end of the spectrum. If that's if that's when you mean are we talking about attractiveness or autism? Both. Okay. All right. So 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 they were like sixes, is what I, you're saying. One of them might have been a seven or yeah, seven or eight. Somewhere there's about. So they were, okay. So they were sixes. I, I, I understand. Continue. I can't. Here's the thing: is I can't be too critical on on these gals because I'm not a fucking ten. Who the fuck am I to? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I like. Dude, it's I all. I think I'm like a seven or eight. I think I'm. I, I'm. 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 I'm proud of my seven or eight. Wow. We, we have very different. Not not even for you. Like I don't think I'm a seven or eight. So. It's, we have like weird, you know, and just, just quick sidebar, this actually comes up all the time because I've been, I, just a quick callback, like, um, you know, we've talked about medical stuff. Every time I go to see these doctors, they ask you on a pain scale right. and they were like, what's your pain? And I'm like, it's a four. And they're like, yeah, that's not really that bad. I was like, okay, quick, before we move on, let me qualify what right, I mean. Right, it's all relative. I, I, I think a 10 is the worst pain imaginable. It's like if you have third degree burns all over your body and they take you and they dunk you in a freezing cold bath of ice and it's so painful that you pass out within seconds that's a 10 i'm at a four and they're like oh because motherfuckers yeah. just come in and they're like how's it with your pain they're like oh it's a 10 it's like no no, no. I, I i look at these things very objectively and like i think a four is really painful i think there's some some sixes out there who are, who are beautiful right. women but but it, like i said again it's, it's all, all relative it's all relative and the way you interpret it, I understand what you're saying. I'm on the same okay. page. They were they were a uh, 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 Armando nine and an Aaron six. I guess I don't know. I uh, Armando eight. That's what I'm saying. They were like sevens, eights. I would say that's like to be being okay. Trying to be trying to be like relative to you know all the women, right? The women of the world that I've. The, the the important thing that would be established is that they were attractive enough where you're like, yes. yeah, if I was drunk enough, uh-huh. for sure. And you may probably even if I wasn't drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, it's not, usually that's not my, that's not my style to like approach strange girls and be like, hey, let's come, you know, hey, you want, we have a table, come sit. Bobby was the one that made the move. Hey, this guy that I know from college, but who's a lot younger than me, is the cousin of the owner of this club. I'm connected. I, Get with me, and I'll take I, you places, I baby. I didn't go. We didn't go into that explanation to her. We didn't give them to them. We didn't give them. A, and and when I say I'll take you places, I mean like VIP uh, table at the like, COVID like, cantina. Like yeah, no, no, like VIP passes to a parking lot where you can have Tabasco sauce. Does that does it? Can you can your little your little little uh, uncultured brain even comprehend the sort of wonders that I'm offering you? So just just so yeah that uh sorry so they uh, they thought about I'm, it. I'm 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 having a little too much fun riffing. Yeah. I'm kind of fucking up your story. You're doing a good job telling it. Keep yeah, it up, Armando. Quite a bit. Um, they uh, they had to think about it because they had uh, a friend or two that was possibly going to arrive very soon so we're like fuck it we're not waiting for you girls we're gonna get our own table so they split that table of four bobby mm-hmm. and i have our, our our seats we'd already put a couple drink yeah. order drink orders in we're watching the basketball game they have it outdoors they have tvs outside 
Um, we even ordered food. We had already gotten like a couple rounds of drinks in us and the food by the time they got seated. So they were like, oh, shit, we could have been sitting down this entire time. They kind of like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. We could have been sitting with these two handsome guys. Here we are, we're barely getting to sit down after the first quarter or whatever. They sit down and uh, and 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 Bobby and I continue to kind of like, because they're sit they they set them right next to us like lo- that one table yeah. that they split up into two twos. Um, mm-hmm. We ended up still like chatting with them, and then uh, and then sure enough, their their third friend shows up. All three girls, by the way, um, their third friend shows up. And and Bobby and I continued to, to to talk and to kind of chat with these these girls and hey what do you you know where are you from and blah 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 one one of these girls um, orders a glass of wine or she she started with a white wine I was like oh you're oh, oh, yeah I was like, t- please please tell me that one of them ordered a white claw no the synergy in this story would have no, been amazing no, no. it would have been <laughs> way it would have been way better so she ordered white wine I was like oh you're a wine drinker huh blah 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 we got to talk about red wines. I ended up buying a Cabernet for myself and bought her a glass. What what type of wine? Cabernet. Cabernet Sauvignon. Was it was it a red? I can't. Oh God damn it! If I could sing a little bit, I wanted to yeah. say, was it a red red it wine? I can't even red, come red wine. close to hitting those notes. Nice. Um, I, I I was I started it and I was like, I can almost sometimes hit a note, and that is that is a a zero out of a hundred tries for me on that that one. There's only one. I forgot how only, high that is. There's only one person that I consider more tone deaf than you and that's ricky ortiz Anyhow. i've gotten actually a little bit better i i used to be painful like the only i remember i remember once i, I this is random memory but i was just driving in the car and there was a song that i was making fun of and i did like an impression of the person singing it like mocking them but i somehow i, I guess i accidentally hit the note and kevin now was in the driver's seat he got so excited he's <laughs> like oh my god you actually you actually hit a musical note holy fuck like and i was like yeah it's the one happen again <laughs> so it was purely coincidence so anyhow um so yeah i this this one gal was over, ordered a glass of uh, white wine and that's how i started chatting to her about how i like prefer red wines and i ordered her a glass and then bobby being the fucking uh, quote unquote baller that he was starts buying the rest of the girls ra- like several rounds of drinks. So at that point, oh. at that point, these girls are like, you know, we're buying them drinks. They ain't buying a shit. They're girls. That's just how women are. You know, they don't. Yeah, they're not gonna. That's just how it is these days. Um, which is fine. Lakers are uh, Lakers are winning. Lakers are hitting their butt. They're whole, pretty much the whole game. We're yeah. we're all getting excited. The rest of the uh, restaurant, if you all call them the restaurant, the bar and grill, whatever, they're getting excited. The COVID cantina is COVID cantina f- on fire right um, now. Lakers win the game. Lakers win game six, and like all of Uptown Woodyard erupted. Like it literally erupted. Does someone like some business lit fireworks? Like those those boom boom type fireworks that goes up in the sky and they blow up shit. Um, uh-huh. All up and down. There's there's probably a dozen or so restaurants in Uptown Woodyard right now that are that are actively having tables outside so you can imagine it was kind of it it, it got really loud like everyone was was on their on their uh uh on their toes i guess ready for for the laker game to be over lakers win the game everyone's excited hooray 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 i'm thinking great night is over we had some dinner we had some drinks we talked to some random girls cool 
But that's not what Bobby was that's thinking. Not he what, had other plans. Bobby had other plans. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm tuning into Bobby's wavelength as, as this story progresses. I see how his mind yes. works. Bob, Bobby's an excellent, excellent wingman. Um, he, uh, so he, I guess he asked them like, "Hey, what are you girls gonna be doing here?" Oh, and then we invite a third friend of ours. Like, so by that time, there's three, three men and three girls. Um, good ambiance, good environment. And Bobby's like, hey, girls, what are you guys up to after this, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, they're from somewhere in Pico Rivera. And they're like, hey, we're going to go to this bar on Pico Rivera. Now, I'm not like I'm not your typical bar guy or your club guy. I'm far from it. Like, I go to a restaurant, have a drink, and that get dinner, go home. Maybe a quiet mm-hmm. bar. Like, maybe like one of those kind of sleepy dives. Go to that. Maybe that, if that. I'm not like a club guy. Apparently, this place that that they were going to was kind of more on the uh, lively, excitable. Yes. (laughs) There may have been a DJ playing music. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember if there was DJ or if it was just really loud music. How many wine spritzers had you had by this point, if you don't remember? Well, again, drinking in the morning for the morning football games... Drinking during the entire Laker game, mixing a couple glasses of red wine while we're at the Laker game in Uptown. So we go to this place, and Bobby, like, I'm like, Bobby, are you cool to drive? Do you are you sure you want to go? Yeah, we yeah I want to go. I'll drive. Like, okay. We drove to this place in Pico Rivera. I forget the name of it. And um, these girls meet us there. So it's those three girls, us three guys. Um. We're ordering drinks. We continue to order drinks and have a good time. And you can tell what what was kind of awkward, what I didn't, I, I just, I didn't, this part I didn't like is that you can tell these gals were, I wouldn't say regulars, but like the owner knew them or like the, at least the bouncer guy like knew them, the security guy, whatever knew them. Like in the biblical sense or? I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. That I do. I do not know. But they'd been there before. They frequent the place to the point where they're like, hey, so and so they know each other's names and shit, right? So 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 they're regulars. Sure. I was that 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 to me is like, ah, uh, not not whatever. We're having a good time, we're drinking. <laughs> I shouldn't put Bobby on blast, but Bobby Bobby's not afraid of Oh ho- Venereal diseases. That too. Um, I, th- I thought it was a fill in the blank. That was that was what I th- where I thought you were going. So another connection that Bobby has with you and I actually is one of his baby mamas is a metaphonian. Okay. So and she actually went to school with your college around the same time you and I were. Says we know this girl. I won't tell you. I won't put this. I won't say who this girl is. But he he has a child with one of these metaphonians from our era, from your and I era. Anyway, Bobby's not. What I'm getting at is Bobby's not afraid. To admit, wow. is, there, is there any any else of Bobby's business? You just no, 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 no. On the subject, like, no, Jesus. I, I didn't drop names. I didn't drop names. Uh, okay, but, but, but so yeah, this is what I what I was getting at. Yes, I'm about to drop off a little a little more interesting nugget of Bobby. Bobby is not afraid of uh, girls that are a little more on the plus side of things. Like he's not. Like he doesn't care. Like he's he's all about it. He actually he I think he you mean like plus ultra like they have like really positive personalities. Mm, they're like plus. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you sure. Know, they're they're let's let's have a good time. Let's have fun. Yay. He doesn't mind if plus girls he, got he it. He doesn't mind if they're if they if they weigh 
a time and a half of what I weigh. Like that's okay with him. Like he, I think he prefers plus size gals. Like he's okay with that. That's his preference. God bless him. Good for you, bud. Um, at some point after several rounds of drinks and shots, I think we did shots of some shit. I don't even know what I just like, what is that? What the, there was another table that ordered some shots and I was like, what, what the hell is that? You know, some restaurants have their like their own signature shot bullshit special. Yeah. With the funny name and it's always just vodka and then something to make it taste funny. With the color. Yeah. Whatever. I was like, what the fuck is that? And these, these girls knew what it was. <laughs> They like they they knew the name of that shot. They're like, oh, it's this it's this shot. It's called the blah blah blah. I'm like, it was well. So you we went you went so basically you went from the COVID cantina to Club COVID, and then you ordered shots of the viral load. Uh, yeah. You're just you're just taking shots of that. More 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 <laughs> fuck more fuck away. I, I couldn't say it with a straight face. You, there was uh, it's not it's not that funny, but I but but like the the ten year old boy in me suddenly got the giggles. You you were taking fuck. You were taking shots of that load. Yeah, that's yeah. It really wasn't that funny to be laughing that much, no. but um, I couldn't I couldn't help Good it. Attempt. So yeah. So again, at the, at that point. Bobby and I and our other buddy, um, I, could, I guess I could drop his name. His name's Carlos, the, the third the third gentleman that joined us. You're just wiping the load off your your, your yeah. chin. You're a little bit sloppy. We've all had several uh, beers, a couple shots, down our gullet. I don't know how it happened. I don't. I really don't know how it happened. But at some point, Bobby is making out with probably the larger of the three gals that were with us there, the more curvaceous. That- I would have guessed that because you did an excellent job foreshadowing she, that just earlier. She, um, she was pretty. She is pretty. I'm not gonna say was. That would be past tense. She, she is pretty. She's attractive for a a, a, a cur- more curvaceous gal. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate for sure. She was pretty. Um, after the course of the night and having conversations with her, I would say her personality and I for sure didn't match. Like we were, we were kind of kind of arguing but like playful arguing mid drunken conversations like she was so she was trying to angle for a threesome probably i don't know it could have been i she she made fun of my mohawk that's that's what like it kind of set me off a little bit i'm like you fucking terrible cut. i didn't say that i didn't say you fucking cut but i want to say you fucking i was like see this mohawk this mohawk means yeah. i don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion about my mohawk that's what this mohawk signifies I think I got my point across. Anyway, we were uh, playful arguments ba- back and forth. Somehow, some way, some shape, some form. I don't know if she rushed Bobby or Bobby rushed her, but tongues are flying and hands are going all over the place with the two. And we're still at the bar. We're at the bar. We're like, we're, we're at this mm-hmm. this thing. That yeah, happens. Club COVID. There, the Club COVID. That was the first one, right? No, the second one was... No, you're at the COVID cantina right, to watch the Laker right. game. And then you're like, let's take this up a notch. Let's get a little inch, yeah, inch, yeah. inch, inch COVID going. Again, not my vibe, but we went to Club COVID. Bobby's hands are flailing everywhere and touching things. And tongues are flapping everywhere. And they're having a good time. Again... Equally, so, wow! This, this, this. Not to get political, but man, this sounds like he's taking like direct notes from the Trump administration. Right. He's, he's like, I see what I, our president is modeling the behavior. I will follow it. It's going to work out good for me too. Equally as uh, hazy in my memory, I don't know if I turned around and started making out with this 
this other girl or if she just grabbed me and started making out with me. I really, I really, really don't know. I wasn't like blackout drunk for sure because I remember it. I remember the events. I just don't remember mm-hmm. the sequence of like, because it, it was like a, like an accident, like a car accident. It just happened so fast that I didn't know if I had made the moves to her or if she made the moves to me. But she and I started making out. Like, it was weird mm-hmm. because Bobby's making out with one gal over here and I'm making out with her, the other friend over here. And it was just all a good time. And drinks kept going, drinks kept getting, getting pouring. And we closed the place out. Now, I don't know what time this place closes out, but most bars in LA, they, they typically close around 1 or 2 p.m. Um, maybe it closed earlier. I don't know. We had been drinking all day. It could have been midnight for all I know, but it felt like fucking super early in the morning. I don't know what happened to Bobby. I don't know uh, if she and her his little gal friend uh, went back to her place, or he went back, or they she went back to his place. They went off in their own direction. The girl I was making out with, I went back to with her to her place. Again, I I don't know if it was me being like a kind of a Romeo like persistent like hey let me go back to your place or i don't know if she was like hey do you want to come back with me to my place i don't know how it ha- it just happened so we get back to her place and i the first thing we her, her place so so wait I, I got fuck i i told myself i was gonna interrupt less and now i'm doing it again i'm sorry i just want to remind remind myself of the course of this whole evening you were at uh the can the the covid cantina then you went to Club COVID, and now you're returning to Casa de la COVID. <laughs> you had that one set up. You had that one set up. <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> anyway, we get to Casa de la COVID, and uh, she's got kids. Um, I'm like, wow. I don't know how many kids. I think two, maybe three. I don't know. Uh, but apparently they had some kind of like little shindig, some kind of little hangout with friends. They're all like high school age, maybe. Uh, early high school um, and her daughter's screaming bloody murder I'm like what the fuck is going what did we get it's like it's like late what the fuck did we walk into and apparently someone at the party had uh, pepper sprayed and I don't know if it was an intentional pepper spray someone or they just kind of like were fucking around but her daughter got in the crossfire and got that shit all up in her face and was just screaming crying kicking her, the girl I was making out with uh, did, had no idea what the fuck to do. I had no idea what the fuck to do, but I was uh, inebriated enough where I'm like, "Ding! I got an idea." Uh, I was like, hey, "Do you guys have like clean, fresh, like fresh out of the laundry towels somewhere?" Yeah, I can you give me a towel. They gave me a towel. I boiled some fucking water. I dumped the towel in the boiling water. I was like, "When the fucking thing cools off enough, put it over your eye." My my thinking is if if it works for a uh, if it works for um, uh, pink eye it's got to work for that so yeah all that craziness happened um, uh, there was like a little brief interaction with I want to say girl but she's not girl she's like lady because <laughs> she's older than me but she, me and she's lady, a she's a woman Mondo she's not quite cougar but she's a woman for sure. Um, uh, she's got her brother there, I think, and her brother's younger. So I got into some kind of interaction with him. I was wearing my Chargers jersey. 
<laughs> so he's like, they were talking shit about Chargers, and I had to just talk shit back to him. Finally, girl and I were like, okay, we're going to bed. She made a point to tell me, like, there's no there's no sex. She didn't quite say this, but she 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 implied there's no sex in the champagne room. I was like, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. We're whatever. And um, we went to bed, fooled around a little bit. It was fun. And, You're uh, like, is there mouth stuff in the champagne yeah, room? Is there Because ma- you, need, you need to use your mouth to drink champagne. Yeah. It only makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, that was... Uh, that was the end of the weekend. Um, following morning, she had to go to work, and she's like, "You need drop you off at your car." I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I I Uber." And that was my story. That was my weekend. It was insane. So, so two questions. Uh, first, first less serious, and and second, not particularly serious. But the first question that that, that my, my my joke about mouth stuff in the champagne room made me think of a a. Uh, Theory posited by the the research scientist uh, Sir Kevin Al that if if you got a blowjob first, you like blowjobs better than sex, and if you had sex first, you like sex better than blowjobs. Uh-huh. And I mean, he's been doing an independent study on that oh, for no. for years, from what I understand. Really, really trying to delve to the bottom of this conundrum. But you you, you think his theory holds any water? Or so when you when you say first, as in like your first ever, like if you if you gotten hit, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I like both. I really like. Well, I'll tell you what. I've had uh, uh, I had sex first. I had sex before. I had I gotten mouth pleasure from a from a young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, first young lady that actually gave me mouth pleasure was the same girl I had sex with, and she was obviously no good at it. Um. But when you find a gal that can give you good head, uh, it's amazing. I like. There's a lot of girls that do. Uh, 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 they do a job that passes. Like it, it's okay. It's it works. The, I like. They're, they're they're like journeymen, but they're not master craftsmen yet. Right. Exactly. And and when they're just journeymen, you're not going to turn down. You're, I mean, even a, you're not going to turn down a, a a job even from a journeyman. Like you're, you're going to be. You're going to say yes anyway. Um, but when they're master craftsmen, and there's actually only been like one or two master craftswomen that I've ever met in my life that were like, holy shit. Hey, or or, or men. No, no. <laughs> That's the case. No, not for you. No. I'm just saying in general. Right. Yeah, no, not. For, yeah, so um, I like it all. I like it all. Okay. Second, second question. Um, I mean, I'm assuming you don't know whether she's a master craftswoman, a journeyman, maybe maybe <laughs> just an apprentice. You haven't found that out yet. Not yet. So 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 yeah. I mean, so you're gonna are you going to go try to to uh, you know delve into that mystery? You're gonna you're gonna see this this not quite cougar yet uh, again. I, I don't know. Um, it, so a couple things like it's not. I think you and I talked about this off air. Like it's not for me right now. It's not a serious thing. Like it can't be. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't have a whole ton, uh, really, to offer someone that wants a serious relationship. As, yeah, as yeah, in, okay. As in, well, well, let me let me stop you right there because you said this. Yes, we did talk about this last time, and you said the exact same thing. If you're like, oh, I don't have a lot to offer, and and I was like, dude, stop, stop selling your shirt. Because first, first of all, I mean, I think that how many people that we we've known in in particularly in college and around there where they get in serious relationships they don't have jobs they're like 
deadbeat human beings. They don't have prospects of jobs and they end up having a family and kids like with that. Like you have a lot to offer in like you're emotionally stable, like you're sane, like you will support a partner. I mean, yeah, I I mean, in terms of like not having a a, a permanent job and I don't have my own place to live. Those are the two things like I want to check those things off my my. Those are my personal things I want to check off before I can like say, all right, I'm ready to maybe start something serious with somebody. um, and, and I'm just saying, long-term relationships have been started on much less, well, in much worse situations than I, you are now. I'm certainly, so I'm certainly not. Don't, yeah. don't sell yourself short. Okay, thank you. But I'm also, like I said, I'm also not in the mindset like, for me, like I, I don't. Um, if, uh, if she wants to fool around, I'm totally open for that. I'm totally open for like another, uh, date or something like that. In fact, we've been still talking mm-hmm. to each other since that day. Like, just kind of texting things getting to know each other kind of things oh, like but okay there just to be clear um i'm not trying to be an asshole i'm but i'm letting her initiate the uh-huh. because i don't <laughs> I, again I, I eventually the question will come up hey what do you do for a living hey do you have a, you know wh- where do you live or what you know what i mean those things will will eventually come up and i don't want to um i don't want to lie to her like i want to be honest you know, whether it's going to be a serious thing or just goofing off, I'm okay with both. I'm, I'm okay with just, I actually, I prefer the goofing off and then kind of getting to know each other and if it, whatever. Um, but yeah, we've been texting each other back and forth since then and um, we'll see what happens. She's a Lakers fan, which is good. She's a Dodgers fan, which is good. Those are about the only things. I'm, the- I mean, those are pretty much the two key pillars of a relationship yeah. if you're a Lakers and a Dodgers fan then it's, I think it's it's rock solid that is as the bedrock that a sturdy foundation is built on but um I'm, I'm glad to hear because I, I also remember when we talked off air about this you were, you were saying well, it's like well maybe I need to tell her it's not gonna be serious and you know all this up front it's like dude I understand that's a good instinct of like yeah I don't want to lie to her definitely don't do that but it sounds like you're not overthinking it as much now where you're where it's just like you just you just have to go with the flow you don't have to put that out there and just yeah. make it weird intentionally if it gets weird fun that's that's where it went but i don't know don't, I don't, don't do don't push it there let's put it this way i don't want to ask her on a date per se but because the 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 dodgers have been playing still the you know they might get to the world series if there's a dodger mm-hmm. game and i'm gonna go to a bar to go watch the dodger game and if I've got like Bobby going with me or my cousin David or you know if I've got other fa- friends going with me, I might be like, hey, me and the fellas, we're gonna go to this bar. Do you want to meet us there? Like that kind of a thing where it's not cr- quite a, a date. It's more of a yes. come hang out type of thing. Um, I'm open to that. I I don't know about a. I'm I'm really reluctant about a one on one like hey let's go have dinner you and me kind of date thing. I don't know. I think. You, you just go where the wind takes you sure. on this and just don't overthink it. Okay. And uh, I know that might sound far-fetched coming from me, yeah. who, again, when I, when, I, when we, we talked about people's perceptions in college of, like, like uh, guys in our social circle who are just, like, uptight and couldn't just, like, relax and just have fun, I, w- I would be, like, number one offender and you'd be number two. I, but, think, I think easily... Vice versa could also work. One, it easily one of us is number one, the other one is number two. I think that's safe to say. Sure. Um, 
And, you know, in my, my advanced elderly age, I found, you know what, sometimes <laughs> you can just not give a fuck and, and that can be okay. And, uh, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I first got to, uh, got out to Denver, um, I was, for whatever reason, I was just determined. I'm like, I'm going to have some sort of social life. I mean, I'd been living in the woods by myself for like a full year. I was just seeing people at work and then off by myself. I mean, the, the, the first year I was coaching, I actually, I did have a girlfriend for about six months. Um, but she, she was, she was too weird even for me. She, she was a, a, a very nice, very nice girl. She'd been homeschooled and she did not understand any references that like to anything before like 2010. Like zero pop culture references at all. Nothing like movies, television, anything. It was, it was weird anyhow. So, but Beside the point. So it's like I get out to Denver and like I still have all these health problems. I can't I can't sit down for any amount of time, which makes dating really weird. But I'm, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna date. Um, and I, I had a, a series of uh, I was gonna say bizarre Tinder dates, and, I, and then I realized it's sort of like redundant. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll, I had a series of Tinder dates. Yeah, you don't. Have to, yeah, t- bizarre <laughs> is, a, is not a prefix uh, for that. And and one of them was uh, the one that I'm, I'm thinking of was was very very attractive girl like we were, you know we were doing the the numbers thing like I, I'd say like a nine out of ten on my scale like super high wow. um, and this this girl was also like super super into herself oh. uh, she she's one of those people who <laughs> would, would talk about how like she could see the spiritual energy of the world and. Um, and good Lord, if you thought I interrupted a lot during this episode, she would ask a question. You would be halfway through the first sentence, and then she decided something else she wanted to talk about and interrupt and start talking oh, about that. No, it's like, yeah, I, it, it was it was it was a lot, but I was like, whatever. Like, she's also super hot. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> um, and. I, I, Again, our, our first uh, our first date was just walking around. There's this this uh, wash park, Washington Park in, in Denver. It's a popular park because like at all the dates, I'm like, I have to figure out a date where I don't sit down. I can't sit down at a bar. I can't sit down at a restaurant. I can't. This is this is difficult. Um, but after the first date, I I was like, yeah, this probably. I mean, I'm not. You know, it's one of those ones. Was like, well, I wouldn't for sure kick her out of bed, but I don't know if I'm going to pursue this. But then she invited me to a uh, to a house party oh um, cool and yeah she she had i think it was like her and like three or four roommates it was this huge huge house um like like borderline mansion and it's her house or it's just it, some randos house? it was a rental okay gotcha all you know all these roommates and, and again i don't know how many because I, I don't think i even saw the entire house they were renting this place and um and that's 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 where uh I, I met her roommates. So I was like, "Wow, you you people are really cool." She she lived with it was two I think I think two guys that I remember another girl her and I'm not sure if there was a fifth fifth person. And wh- one of the other things I observed while drinking and I th- I think I may have even smoked, um, Uh-oh. which which is a, a rarity for me. But again, these were the these were like the spiritual energy. We're gonna we're gonna heal our our souls through marijuana type of uh, crowd. They, so they were all um, like that. They were all a little hippie like. Tad bit hippie. No, nah, one one of her one of her roommates was like an actor. He was super straight laced. Okay. One of them was like a D and D nerd that lived in the, the basement. <laughs> that dude was cool. I was like, I was like, I might want to be friends with this guy if I could swing that somehow. Um, 
it's going to be real awkward if I'm like supposed to be sort of on a date with this girl. And I'm like, yo, your roommate's way cooler. I want to make friends. Like, I don't know how that would have been interpreted. <laughs> but the, 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 the last thing that, that I observed is she seemed to like to collect guys that would just sort of trail behind her like little puppy dogs. Oh. Uh, and there, there, there were two guys that were she introduced as friends. And both times she did it, I could see this pained look in their face. And I was like, wait, does, does she just collect like, yeah. like potential male suitors that she then friend zones? Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Uh. This, is a, this is a weird setup. And, I, and I'm like, the, fa- the fact that I cannot stand her personality uh, just, just is not made up for by how hot she and is. It, 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 there's, it, made, it's it, not, it made your decision way easier to like not want to pursue anything else after that. Well, then there was there was no real decision too because I again I was like I I, I have no interest in, in becoming uh, part of the the puppy dog parade yeah, yeah. trailing behind this girl um, and so that was you know this was sometime in the fall that was I thought the last I'd ever hear from her and then uh, on you know the afternoon prior to New Year's Eve I get a text from her and she's like Aaron like I can't wait to see you again like I hope you can make it you know to or plans. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. And I was like, "What? Like, what the fuck?" And I, I text her back. I was like, "Oh wow, it's it's so great to to hear from you. I had so much fun last time, but I don't think this text was for me." And she, <laughs> she, she, she told me, "Oh no, I'm sorry. This, I was supposed to uh, I was supposed to text my other friend Aaron, but he can't make it. It's like, like, what are the chances? She had two friends. She doesn't know their last names. Texted me by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and but she was she was also the sort of person who kind of thought she was a very good person, and then was too embarrassed to just be like, "Oh my bad," and just leave it at that. Yeah. So like her she." <laughs> And maybe, maybe, maybe I'm being too tough. Maybe she really, she really felt bad for me. Whatever the reason was, she was like, "Oh well, but you, you can, you can come hang out if you want to." And I was certainly able to read through the subtext of, "I will extend this inf- this invitation. You're not actually supposed to accept it." So I said, "Sure." So you said, "Sure, I'm there." <laughs> it's like I will see you tonight, and she's like, "Oh, you will? Okay." Um, so I, uh, I, I met them at their little, little mansion house and they're, they're actually getting ready to go out to a club, which is like a hundred COVID or otherwise clubs are just not my, not my deal, yeah. particularly a club, you know, New Year's Eve. And, uh, the D the D nerd roommate was, was there as well. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to chill here and, and drink. And, um, I, I'm just, I'm thinking like fuck. Maybe I'll just hang out with this dude. Like that'd be a lot better. And and I mentioned that. And then the straight laced roommate like got all like touchy about. It. He's like, well, I don't know if I want you here by yourself. And I'm sitting I'm like, yeah, but isn't isn't this other guy gonna yeah, be like yeah. uh, weird? But you just my mindset. Cunt. Uh, my mindset for the for the whole night was like, I'm 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 playing with house money, right? Yeah. You know, I'm at the casino. They just gave me a thousand free dollars. You know what? Fuck it. Like, don't don't overthink this. Fine, fine. I'm gonna go to the club. I, I don't. I'm not gonna have any friction. I have no agenda. What whatever direction the wind takes me, uh, I will I will follow it. And it's taking me to an. Oh, I hate those like <laughs> New Year's party club. Yeah. Um. 
so so it's like her like it's it's her one of her male roommates uh, a guy I don't know and then one of her friends who's a very attractive Asian girl that that and me the, so uh, her one of her roommates the other dude doesn't live with her and the Asian girl don't live with her yes okay, gotcha party of four and you gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the literal fifth wheel. Although I don't, none none of them were coupled up. Nice. Um, so, so we 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 get to this this club. I mean, it's just absolutely packed. It's a huge. Like I, I think it was a, like an industrial space. It looked like it was some sort of like factory or warehouse. And there's like a bottom level, like huge speakers. There, there's all the the club decorations. There's like an upstairs sort of like a more private room and. You know, there, there's multiple, there's a front and a back staircase getting to, you know, connecting these rooms just packed. It's hard to, to move anywhere. And again, though, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to have fun, you know, and uh, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. The, the talk about male blowjobs not not being applied uh, it's just it's just a saying don't get any any wrong ideas but I'm like fuck it like I'm at a club not even drunk have one drinks I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dance and have fun like that's what you're fucking supposed to do and that's that is another thing I learned um, in in my years I I'm only a slightly better dancer than I was when you knew me in college Jesus, you were bad back um, then. Oh, oh, terrible. Like I, I had like neg like now I will actually have rhythm for sections of a song. Dance moves, not so much like spatial awareness of the people around me. Nah, but there'll be like a little bit of rhythm, which I, I take as a huge, you, do you want you want to, this, this is, this is again, maybe just a little flashback when I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to going to dance like that, that last year, I, I, again, I said, I was living in this really nice house, but alone in the woods by myself. And I was really trying to look into a lot of things that would like mentally be simulating, like, like, uh, you know, don't forget like antidepressants or, or anything like that, but like, like little, little individual therapy that you could do just to make yourself happy. And I saw so much research about how people will get happier when they dance. Mm -hmm. So I would I would put on songs and just dance around the house by myself. Nice. I, I there, there even there's even a couple of tips. So I was like I was, I was like man I have to learn some basic steps. So I I was I would be doing a little YouTube dance tutorials by myself in my living room just, <laughs> just get like out in the middle of the woods just like like oh I kind of see how this step works. So so again I was a little bit better f because of my alone time my special alone time in the woods. Uh, still couldn't dance, but here's the thing. If you just really don't give a fuck, if you're just having fun, even if you're a bad dancer, like people like go with it, like yeah. girls particularly, they're like, oh, look, that's, I don't know if it's, it's confidence or they just, just want to be part of having fun, whatever the case may be. Her hot Asian friend was like, oh, I'm down with this. This looks good. Yeah. And she like starts like hang out, like, we're, you know, we're dancing then we go to get drinks. We're back to dancing. Um, and... <laughs> the whole while like i am catching like glances of her in the periphery like just like giving irritated looks in my direction i'm like what you say, you say her you say oh the, oh sorry the, the the uh i can't even remember the, her name the now the initial girl you're going out with the, the initial girl the, you went the, out with the the girl of the the tinder date gotcha. and um spiritual world gazing you're dancing with the asian um, hot asian chick and the yeah. spiritual awakening girl was like giving you dirty looks 
I think. I mean, like I said, I would catch a glance every so often. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know what she was doing that whole time because I really didn't care. <laughs> I was not keeping tabs on her at all. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, go go where the wind takes me on this. I'm just gonna have fun. I'm not gonna overthink it. I started dancing. A hot Asian girl wanted to dance. We're dancing. We're getting drinks. I don't. You know, her uh, her the the original girl. She she could have jumped in at any time. Whatever. And. And then uh, end up having a, a New Year's Eve like like ball drop kiss uh, in in the in the stairway of the club because uh, I guess while I did not care the the friend did care about her friend seeing the two of us hook up gotcha which I was like that's okay that's Makes fine. Sense. I, I you know what I'm I'm having a New Year's Eve kiss. I am not going to complain about the location and venue. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is that that is cool. Whatever, whatever you want. And um, that that was one where I, at the end of the night I still had no intention of following up with the regular girl, and I'd pretty much cemented that she would never follow up with nice. me. But that was uh, whatever came that, up. Whatever that was, came of uh, Asian girl. Did you ever? continue conversations with her at all i was not so dumb at that night to be like oh just not follow up with her um so before you know before we left because i didn't have her number or anything i was like i was like hey do you want to exchange numbers um you know I, I i have had fun like it'd be good to to get together again sometime and she's like oh no i'm i'm i really had fun too but i think it's kind of weird with my friend and like i just i don't you know i don't want to get into a relationship and i was i that's one where I've also learned if a girl says that, it could be for like 50 different reasons. And maybe it is you, maybe it's not, not worth overanalyzing. Yeah. And again, I I had the mindset of uh I am I am playing with house money. Right. I like I I got to go to a party that I had no business being at. I got to go to a club and dance with the hot girl and have a New Year's Eve kiss. I was It was like the opposite of Dante and Clerks. It's like, I'm not even supposed to be here today, <laughs> but this was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, this was this was a, a free roll. And so at the end of it, I, I, I could have had that, that mindset. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe if I played it different with this Asian girl, if I hadn't, you know, been as flirty, if I had... But a lot of these times I found, like, if you don't go into it with an ulterior motive, you're not intentionally trying to, like, screw somebody over or be a dick or be creepy, but you're also not worrying about it too much. Like you can just be happy with the outcome. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's the other thing that when we, we've talked about my, my anti game in college, um, <laughs> that was another thing that was in my head. I really, really, really did not want to be, uh, like a, like a, a creepy, like predatory yeah, yeah. type of guy. There is so much of that in college. I'm like, yo, that, that's really not me. But then it was like I went out of my way to, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Whereas, where it's like so, sometimes your intentions really do matter. Um, there was a saying that, that the one of the first athletic directors I worked for would always use where it's like, well, someone's perception is a reality, which is true. But the, the, your, your intentions and the way you carry yourself – really will color someone's perception. So like if they, th even if you're not intentionally trying to be creepy, but you're acting up really uptight and you're, you're aloof and you're not talking to someone and you're like, they will, f they will perceive you as being creepy, right. even though you're trying really far 
to go it's, you're trying to go out of your way not to be creepy but if you're being a little bit flirty and but you're just like relaxed and you're having a good time and you're not overthinking it people aren't going to think you're a creep because that's not how you're you're carrying yourself yeah. and that really colors their perception yeah. and so that's one like back in college never in a million years would i have <laughs> ended up hooking up with the friend of the person who accidentally invited me on that night and i and in my head i'm like i dude i didn't I, this, none of this was my doing. I just went with the flow. This is where it led me, and uh, I think that's a okay. So that's what I'm trying to trying to. The moral of that story for you is, dude, don't don't overthink of it. Don't don't no, be don't be a creep. Just just be your your your, your fun loving Armando self and just have fun. Yeah, the whole the whole weekend started with me just going to watch the Laker game, and and, and it developed into whatever the heck it became. So again, I w- there was no, it wasn't like. It wasn't like, hey, Bobby, let's go to this place and pick up on chicks. It was like, hey, Bobby, let's go watch the Laker game and drink. Oh, there's chicks there, you know. Where where were the Lakers playing? Was it the COVID Coliseum? Boom, got one more in there. That's so horrible. (laughs) It would be horrible if they were actually playing in a Coliseum. But somehow, the NBA, out of all the sports leagues and the U.S. government, was the only entity that figured out like an actionable plan to keep everyone from getting affected. And they executed it. They're doing bubble and had a playoffs. Yeah, they're doing bubble stuff. Yeah, the bubble. I know baseball's doing. I've, I know baseball's doing the bubble for the playoffs. Um, football, not so much. Football, like it's almost like every week you hear, you hear somebody else getting popped for COVID. You know, I I have been to to that area. Uh, it, it certainly, I don't think it was ideal. Like for them, I mean, I, I'm sure they would have much rather been moving around and going back from their houses and everything. But when I was, um, when I was a high school coach in Colorado for the first year, uh, the team took a, like a spring break trip to, it's, it's called like Disney wide, wide world of sports. And it's this whole like self-contained little, they've got like playing fields and like arena, like there's an arena and hotels and it's all sort of this like self-contained little area. Where, where is this? Um, there's a, there's a cafeteria It's in, in Disney world. Oh, like Florida. Gotcha. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and that's where the NBA and and at first when they said they were going to go to Florida, I'm like, "What the fuck are you yeah. doing?" Like, it's Florida, but then I was like, "All oh, right, you're, they're going to be this this thing. It really is its own self contained little thing, and it's great for high school trips because you, the kids can have freedom, and there's only so much trouble they can get into because gotcha. it's it's just like this this um, whole contained little area, and they can just go and roam free, and they can't get into. To too too much trouble. Kind of like uh, Fight Island, kind of like Yaz Island. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You know, where it's kind of like its own self-contained, quote unquote. You know, you got to get nowadays. You got to get COVID tested before you show up. You get COVID tested when you get to Yaz Island. Blah 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 blah. That that whole setup made a lot more sense when I when I thought back to uh, to that experience. So did you? I that that was that was the the end of of my story. I actually. Enjoyed hearing about your weekend a lot more than I would have initially expected. It was it was a good, entertaining story. Uh, I think this was a good format for us. We talked about this a little bit off mirror. For me personally, my takeaways are like if I could interrupt about fifty percent less <laughs> and only have the interjections of when the jokes are actually good, that would be ideal. Like that would be. But I, I was trying to add some entertainment value, right. and I was. I was sort of like like Kobe on an off night. Like I was just throwing up shots, yeah. and I was like, eventually, eventually, these some of these are gonna go in. I'm gonna get to 
you know, at least 20, 20 points tonight, and I might have to take 50 shots to do it, but... It's got to be natural, baby. It's got to be natural. Dude, off-the-spot comedy is, is hard. Yes, Mondo. I know. I'm horrible at it. So I'm, 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 I'm trying. I felt like I did okay, yeah. and... Uh, I'm just if anyone is you know is, is still listening is like wow that would have been a lot better if Jaffe had shut up a little more I'm like yes I agree we're working towards that it's a process right. guys um so so what are your plans for this weekend anything cool anything uh out of the ordinary or is it just a typical everyday Aaron Jaffe weekend mm, no not really I my my weeks have not been that um that exciting. I mean, I've been trying to sort out healthcare and, yeah. and things like that. And, and there isn't like a real big distinction for me between weeks and uh, weekends right mm. now. Um, I, I suspended my, my, uh, company. I, we're not, we're not, through, you know, I, for, even once I, I, when I had lost my employees, I was still doing some installation work myself. And like, I was just so beat up physically. I was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to just, pause all this right now and uh, try to get the health stuff started. So I still, uh, I don't know. Me- guys, yeah, go I, ahead. Say, I still try to treat my Friday nights like as if I was an employee, right? Like if I was still employed. So Monday through Friday, behave. Friday night, have a little bit of fun. Saturday, go ape shit. Sunday, recover. Um, so this weekend, um, because of what had happened last weekend, <clears throat> I'd invited uh, Bobby... Um, uh, my cousin David. I, I invited the, the fellas. We're gonna have a I'm on, the UFC fight this weekend. It's coming up. It's gonna be Brian Ortega. The boys, the boys. is is this 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 uh, the boys Whittier edition? Yeah, the boys Whittier. Yeah, the boys Whittier edition. So um, one of the guys, uh, um, one of the guys, Carlos. He's a jujitsu uh, instructor. He tried to open up his gym. Oh. So during that 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 weekend at the bar or that day at the bar, I was like, dude, and this was like. Yes, I was buzzed talking, but I was a hundred percent serious about it. I was like, "Dude, I know you're gonna, or you you were planning on opening up your own gym, but COVID happened, so you didn't do it. But let me know when you do go and do it, because I would rather train with someone I'm somewhat familiar with, I kind of know, and feel a little more comfortable getting my ass beat by somebody I kind of know. You know, it just it's not like some stranger mm-hmm. fucking me up. Uh, uh again, I, I'm t- I'm telling you this the the if if you are training with someone who is experienced in jujitsu? They're they're not going to just beat your yeah. ass. Like they'll, like they're going to win, but they're going to give you opportunities to learn. Like they're not going to just like kick the shit out of you. The 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 people that you <laughs> you have to worry about are either like really athletic but white belts, and then just blue belts across the board. Blue belts will just fuck you up because they're like happy to not be the the bottom rung in the totem right. pole, and they. And blue belts will get the shit kicked out of them by everyone else because they're like, yeah, hey, he's a blue belt. He knows what he's I doing. I don't know. Well I don't enough. know what belt he's at. Someone told me. I think someone told me he's a brown or black belt. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. I can't confirm. But so he's pretty well versed. He used to be real jacked. This guy Carlos he used to be like jacked, like gym rat, lifting weights, like really swole. But apparently, mm-hmm. when he started training jujitsu, he just got yeah he toned him down, like it made him like smaller, like more well, compact, well, I guess. Yeah. Well, see, this is the funny part. Being jacked. Um, isn't actually useful for fighting or jujitsu. Yeah, uh, because your range of motion isn't very good, which is like a huge, huge problem in jujitsu. Um, when when people get really jacked, like they might be be able to move something heavy very slowly, but they they're not as explosive and quick. That muscle yeah. gets in the way, so that that's a big uh, downside. And then um, 
they also just tend to get tired a lot faster. It's, it's, I mean, it, Joe Rogan will always talk about this on broadcast where he's saying, oh, like, you know, all those, those muscles, the oxygen has to get to it. And you're, it's like, I think it's more that they're just physically heavier. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, if you're walking around with an extra 30 pounds on your back, like you get tired. So it, it is funny. Anytime you, you, you see these like big early, well, for me, when I saw like these really big muscular guys that would walk in, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking hilarious because nice. they're gonna get they're gonna get tired fast. And then the other part is like, when you get them down, it's kind of like a turtle on its back where like it's, yeah. it's it just can't quite move. All those those muscles and everything just aren't real functional for them. So I, it was always fun for me to to just mess with those guys. So but, that's the hope is uh, uh, well, that's the hope is that when, yeah. when Carlos opens up his gym after COVID, hopefully. Um, if his rates aren't ridiculous, I'm going to join his gym. If it's somewhere here locally. Um, but anyway, he's coming or I, I invited him. I don't know if he's coming. I invited him, Bobby, David, my cousins, just the fellas. Um, I'm going to smoke a tri-tip and then we're going to watch the Brian Ortega Korean zombie fight. The much anticipated fight that's been in the making for probably what, two, three years now. It feels like, I don't know. I think it's yeah, a couple years. Quick, quick tangent, quick question. Um, if there was a boys Whittier edition, like like Amazon was like, okay, this this <laughs> franchise has been so successful, we're gonna we're gonna have a spinoff boys Whittier edition. What what would your superpowers be? God damn, you can't put the, so those are the complex questions. Like I, I I don't they 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 have to be they have to be Whittier specific powers. Whittier specific powers. I don't. That's that's a very complex. Like you have to think about a good answer for that. You can't just. Like oh I would learn to fly because that that's not, you know what I mean. Well, um, what would you think my power would be? How about that? You 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 out? I, you had I I don't I don't know about you. Like so so you already said that Bobby is is he's he's oh, okay. the, uh, the the sort of tent and flinder. So I I think in my mind he, he's able to start start fire, but it's just with like explosive farts. No 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 no. So I got like, one better. He can he can fart. Fire. I got one better. He, it's be it'd be a combination of you know the the girl um, from uh, uh, Umbrella Academy, the Whisper. Yes. So he'd be he'd be like the Whisper. R- rumor. The rumor. He'd be like the Rumor, but with 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 curvy girls, with heavy set girls. Like he he like go. Oh, so he he's he's like the the Rumpelstiltskin uh, of of thick chicks. Yes. He would he would be able to like the humples. He's Humpelstiltskin. Oh, 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 I've got a superhero got name, Humpelstiltskin. Yeah, took you too long. You thought about it. You got happy about it. I... Mondo, you, you, you should have. You just don't let people finish first. That's historically not been accurate, actually. Not, <laughs> but uh... I was, I was, I, we had to like work through the math on yeah, that yeah. one. I was like, I was like half sexual innuendo, half. But no, that's not true at all. Um, so yeah, he'd be. He'd, okay, he, so we've got so. We, Humble still skin. Um, I don't know. I can't. I, I got to think about. Uh, but that Bobby one was a good one. Um, what would I be? My my power would be. I don't know, dude. I'd be. Um, I don't know. It, 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 that requires thought. Like it has to be good. Like the Bobby one was is is kind of a little more leaning towards the obvious. I well, so so for you. I this is again. You you you. Um, how would this manifest? I I always remember the Kevin calling you the Oracle of Montebello. Um, the Oracle, because I I would say that yeah, because I remember I remember saying this to Kevin now that like I thought you were like very 
uh, intuitive oh. um, with, with people and just good at kind of like giving advice. And he's like, ah, yes, yeah, he's the Oracle of Montebello. Um, That's funny. But, but I'm like, so I, I feel I feel like you'd have like some sort of pr- Professor X type yeah. powers, but it would be, again, like Whittier specific. It, and what would be the Whittier version of Professor Xavier? Um, so uh, first of all, I've got the Mohawk going. So like whenever my mm-hmm. whenever my my powers would be uh, uh, um, enacted, whenever they'd be like like working, my Mohawk would like turn spikier. <laughs> that would be okay. my tell. Like that's oh his powers are working right. Like uh, kind of like Yandu. You see his little whistle thing and, and yeah, you, you get a, a Mohawk boner. A Mohawk. <laughs> I get a Mohawk boner, and then would your specific. Um, yeah, it's like you can like read minds, but only in a certain context. Or no, you know what? My power. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no! I know what it is. Okay. I know what it is. You can you can read minds, but only when you're you're three beers in or four, no five beers in. Then you can read minds, but you're, yeah, you're just like only when you're fucked up. <laughs> o- o- only to the point where I don't remember it the next day. How about that? Like, yes, that's the only time. <laughs> that's the only time where I'm able to like like. So I become an oracle, but only when I'm blackout drunk. But my powers yeah, would be amazing. like, oh, you know, um, dude. I I already w- I want to see the show. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos, because I, I I don't yeah. know Carlos very well, but I, I but he's the one who does jujitsu. Yeah, so though, right? I was uh, going. It has okay. So he he has to be some sort of physical yeah, power. His would be like kind of like Mister Fantastic, where his arms and his legs would just become super long and just choke you the fuck out. Kind of like Mister Fan or not Mister Fan. Yeah, Mister Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. Or be- yeah, well that's literally. Or, or Miss Mrs. Incredible, one or the sure. other, but um, that seems a little okay. That's fine. he could just be just be a a, a one to one. He that doesn't feel like Whittier specific enough to hmm. me though. Whittier specific. I don't think he lives in Whittier, but Whittier specific. Um, I don't know. That we we'll 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 workshop that one. I feel like this was a good start. I like I said when I when I heard about this, I was like, I kind of want to watch the show now. Huh. The boys Whittier edition. And, and so, my so anyhow, da- my cousin you got Dave, you get the boys. My cousin coming. Dave would be, and this is just kind of like a knock on him for not hanging out with us this weekend. But he'd be like, God, again, going with the Fantastic Four. He'd be like the Invisible Man. Like he would, he would show up sometimes and and be there and hang out and be cool and great, and then he would just disappear on us. Again, I didn't have time to, to workshop it. I'm just saying that because he didn't show up this weekend. He wasn't there. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, fuck Dave. <laughs> um, but anyways, we're hanging out. Just the boys are hanging out. I may invite. Um, I may invite James. Let's see if he shows up. Um, yeah, just to make some tri tip, watch the fights, drink some brewskis. Uh, that'll be Saturday. What do you think about the fights? What do you think about uh, Mister Zombie and and uh, T City Brian Ortega? So, so, so. Just to give some some context, um, Zombie is that's short for the Korean Zombie Chen Sung Jung, yep. I think it is. He and he he was you know a, a I think potential championship contender, but then you have mandatory military service in South Korea, so he had to leave the UFC for two years to go serve in the military. Um, he he's back. He he's like extremely extremely hard hitting for. Hard hitting and durable. Class. That's why um, he gets the zombie moniker. Like he just take, gets beat up and he keeps coming. Like he doesn't stop. Uh, yeah, unless unless you, it's the last second of a five round fight with Yair yep. Rodriguez. Yes, that's yep. correct. 
That that was one of the the craziest random knockouts. Um, but Korean Zombie has been been a lot more active in the last couple of years than than Ortega. He he had that fight that I just mentioned where he was winning the entire fight and just just crazy last like literally last second you know of a twenty five minute fight gets knocked out. Uh, and then he just deaded Frankie Edgar his last mm-hmm. fight like kind of hard to watch. It's like you you like Frankie, especially Frankie with curly hair, you know, curly pandemic hair. Looked looked like a um like a, a little kid about to go have his bar mitzvah and then he just gets absolutely demolished by Korean Zombie whereas Ortega has not fought for a while. Um he he had a, a series of impressive but kind of I don't think suspect is the right word, but I say I, I would say fortuitous. I mean, some of it is you make your own luck. But he was having fight. He kept having fights where he was losing the fight, and then he he managed to you know have something big that turned yeah. it around, and then and he challenged uh, Max Holloway for the belt, and then just got absolutely fucked up. Like one of the toughest beatings to watch I've seen in MMA because Max Holloway isn't isn't a one shot knockout artist, so he was just. Over the course of many, many minutes, just fucking him up, hitting him, yeah. hitting him. Um, and the problem with Ortega is he, he to me, is one of the worst uh, MMA archetypes that's out there. What um, do you mean? When I say archetypes... So, okay, so, so there there's... Again, it's mixed martial arts, so you can mix and match, and, and there's a lot of different ways to sort of incorporate all the different mar- martial arts. But there's some some common archetypes that you see like one of the most popular in all of mma is the wrestle boxer mm-hmm. that would be like frankie eggers a wrestle box i mean just just pretty much everybody you, you could you could think of from like uh team alpha male wrestle boxers frankie edgar um rashad evans i think like stipe is almost a little bit more of a pure boxer but he he falls into the wrestle boxer so it's someone who who will use boxing mechanics boxing footwork uh initiate takedowns to kind of mix things up and then you know get ground and pound when they get people down like that's like a, that's a good archetype then you've got the um the the the, the striker anti-wrestler archetype that one that one you've had some really good champions like israel adesanya anderson silva uh i think even like robert whittaker he he implements that very very differently but um that one's pretty pretty popular there's the brawler i mean wanderley silva mike Perry, uh, so forth and so on. The, the one of the the least functional um, ar- archetypes. Where again, if you have, because if you think about it, like an RPG game, you're just putting you have you only have so much time in MMA. You know, people come into MMA with different base stats, they have different skills, but then you have to actually allocate your hours. Okay, I, I can only have this many hours in the day. My body can only handle this many much wear and tear. I'm gonna put my time into striking and takedown defense. I'm going to put it down into offensive wrestling and ground control. I'm going to... So the, the archetype that, that Ortega is in is in the the striker, the striker jiu-jitsu archetype. And the problem with that is... A lot, of, a lot of times those people will, they really like jujitsu, so they'll spend a lot of time on jujitsu, and it doesn't ever really allow them to become dominant at striking. So they will, they will run into strikers who are better than them, and they have a grappling advantage, but they have no way to actually uh, 
actually force the fight into a, gra- a grappling situation because they're not they're not particularly good wrestlers. They don't have great takedowns. So it's like, yeah, if they could get it down to the ground, that's wonderful. But the two parts of their game that they spend a lot of those are tribute points, their striking and their jujitsu. There's no connection yeah. between them. So you have to really rely on your opponent making a mistake or giving you a chance to, to, to get a hold, grab a hold of them or something like that. And they can't force it themselves. So like examples of that archetype would be Ortega would be one, uh, like Nate Diaz would be another, um, Carlos Condit would be another, like Condit that, that was just, you know, he was like, he, he could strike. And then if you took him down, he had really good defensive jujitsu and he could threaten submissions and usually use that to get back up. But sort of this particularly you know a guy like condit if you were just a better striker than him then he was out of luck like you might be terrible at um at jujitsu he might be able to submit you if he could get it on the ground but there's he just had no path to force the fight into that arena and that's that was uh ortega's biggest problem against holloway is like yeah he was for sure way better than holloway at grappling but uh i think he he was 18% 18% on his takedown attempts. He, he shot a lot of takedowns in that, that fight. I mean, uh, upwards of yeah. 20 almost. And he he briefly got it down maybe twice or once or something like that. And then Holloway got right back up. And he just could not force that, uh, that situation. And all the while, Holloway is just fucking punching him in the face over and over and over yeah. again. But I think, so, I think Holloway and Zombie are two different fighters. Um Yes. So I think that plays to the advantage for... Because, look, you said it so yourself. Like, Ortega did take a pretty massive beating against Holloway. So it's Mm -hmm. a testament to his durability, if anything else. Yes, Um, extremely durable. But so is Zombie. So that kind of... That durability kind of cancels each other out. Like, they're both extremely durable guys. They keep... Or I would... Oh, oh, sure. He he can't play the durability game in that fight. Because... So... Um, Holloway, and, and again, it, like, have you, have you played RPG games before? Uh-huh. You know how you can, like, spec into different, like, skill trees? Mm-hmm. So, Holloway and Zombie are both uh, striker a- a- anti-grapplers. They're both in that skill tree, but then, like, they've gone into different branches. Like, Holloway is more of a, a, a volume striker lead first, and Zombie is more of a power counter puncher gotcha. aside being extremely durable the zombie zombie hits way 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 harder than max if if you take if if ortega takes that many or even half of the amount of shots that he took from holloway like he's probably not going to see the end of the fight so you think or uh, zombie's going to win here's the, here's the other difference <laughs> no really 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 getting into that cuz you cuz it's like that's the the fascinating part about MMA is like you can have two fighters like um, Zombie and uh, Holloway who have the same basic aim. Like they both want to to keep the feet stand or to keep the fight standing. They want to use their hopefully superior striking abilities to kind of dictate the fight where they want to go, and they want to use like anti grappling to keep it in that arena. But they're just approaching it very differently, and part of that is because. Holloway and Ortega are both extremely tall fighters. They're both, I think, five foot eleven. Um, so w- it, it looked like Ortega had just absolutely terrible defense 
when he was fighting against Holloway. And part of that was because in the past, his height and his length has always sort of insulated him. He was able to get keep guys on the outside of his of his punches. And if they did get in close to him, he would be a lot taller. He could try to snatch your neck. He could. There were a lot of things he could do. But Holloway was I, I, one of the first guys I can remember him fighting that was just as tall as him. His height didn't insulate him from Holloway just touching him in the face over and over again with his fist. And so that dynamic is a, a little bit different um, because uh, I'm not sure how tall the Korean, Korean zombie's not like a, a like a real little guy like he's not Volkanovski height but he he's not five foot eleven that's for sure like what maybe five eight five so he's five ten five nine uh, it's I'm gonna have to translate this because it's, they've they've got it in meters. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because he's from, he's from Korea, yeah, they, he's from Korea. They use the metric system. He oh okay, so this is he's only five foot six. So yeah, he's a short. He's he's not a very tall guy. Oh, um, this one says five seven. Yeah, so he's he's five, let's say five seven. So uh, Ortega will have a uh, a height advantage for sure. So that's gonna that's gonna hide some of his striking deficiencies a little bit. But I think if it's if it stays on the feet, I think it's going to be a bad night for Ortega. And the real X factor is like, what what has he done in the last two years that he's been off after getting just bombarded by Holloway? Like, has he improved his wrestling? Well, was it so? Part of the reason they haven't fought is because I don't know if it was Zombie or Ryan, but one of them has had some kind of surgery. That's another reason why they had to. Um, cancel the or postpone the fight, right? Wasn't that one of the reasons why? Because they were initially paired up, and then something happened where someone had to pull out, and I think is because of an injury I, or a I, surgery or something. I cannot remember yeah. sp- specifically. I do remember having to pull out. I, I also know that there's a little. Um, um, there's a, it, it's the first time they were paired up. It there was zero bad blood. It was kind of like it's kind of like, hey, buddy, we're fighting each other. Ha ha ha. And at some point, when that fight, first time that it got matched up, the fight got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, the story goes that Chang Zung Jung's uh, manager was handling his Twitter account and like was talking shit about Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega got pissed off, found out about it, and there was like a there was like a a cage side scuffle where Brian Ortega like tried to punk um, Korean Zombie's manager. Um, so that so so now that fight has actually some kind of um, I wouldn't necessarily say bad blood directed at each other, but Brian Ortega does not like Zombie's coach. Um, is Zombie going to take that personally? Is he going to get kind of like uh, going to the fight with a little bit of bad blood, ill will? I I, I don't think he will. Yeah. Um, Korean Zombie's aim in every fight is to put his fist through the other person's face and like separate them from consciousness. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to go into it uh, particularly riled up. And I think he's going to just have the same objective that he normally right. does, which, you know, it, it, if if there was... That, that was the other thing. I can't remember. It wasn't the, it wasn't his manager. It was something... It was like the social media manager or something like that. But I do remember when that happened. And this was... Yeah, this was a while ago. So I can't remember all the details. But I was like, yo, Ortega, I think, I think you probably were being a bully right there. Like... Because the, 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 I remember the guy talking about it. He's just like, what the fuck is he doing? So like, 
I'm not yeah, like he's a, not a fighter. He's trying to punk a, a guy that's not a fighter. So interesting you bring the fact up that Ortega's a bully because, um, again, uh, this guy hung out with uh, Carlos, trains jiu-jitsu. And yeah. through the jiu-jitsu circles, I don't know if Carlos has actually rolled with Brian Ortega or just heard from some other guy that rolled with Brian Ortega. But apparently, mm-hmm. when Ortega was like in high school, like he was Ortega was a bully. Ortega was like a cocky asshole bully. Um, I can't. I can't say that I know he is one or isn't one. Um, the only one time I met Brian Ortega was like at a fan meet and greet. So of of course. Wait, it, it, is is Ortega Johnny Lawrence? Uh, maybe. Of of Karate Kid fame. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sweep the yeah, leg, Johnny. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I heard. Is, well, is, is 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 this is this the real life Karate no, Kid? Is is the Korean zombie? Danny no, LaRusso because, slash Mr. Miyagi no, because, son uh, because uh, Lawrence was following his sensei's co- his sensei's orders to sweep the leg and injure him and put him out of misery. Johnny had no real ill will. He was just doing as his coach's bidding. In the case of Brian Ortega, I I again I heard. I don't know. The only time I met Brian Ortega, he's a nice guy to me at a fan meet and greet. Yeah, but I heard that. Um, when he was like in high school, he was a he was a bit of a because he was already training jujitsu because he had like kind of this chip on his shoulder. Um, he was a bit of an asshole, uh, jock, bully guy. Sure. Well, and and here, here's the thing. I, like with with speculation aside, um, I, I've I've heard parts of Ortega's story where like it sounds great, and he talks about he is like this inner peace and so forth and so on. Like that's that's wonderful. His coaches speak highly about him. I can just say. When I heard all the accounts of that particular story, Ortega going after, you know, the the social media manager or whatever it was, I was like, wow, he, you know, he was acting like a bully in that instance, and um, and it also sounded like he was probably a little more than a little bit inebriated. Like uh, we've all had had bad judgment at, at times like that. So I'm not saying that that uh, Ortega is a bully. I'm saying that my perception of that specific instance was that he was acting like one. Gotcha. Sure. Okay. So you still haven't answered my question. Uh, who do you think... Because you went to the analysis of the fight, of the fighters individually. Right. My question to you was, who do you think is going to pull it off? I, I think that this this is probably 60-40 zombie. 60-40 zombie. Interesting. Um, with, with a guy like Ortega who... If he does land in the right situation, can submit anybody, and uh, and we, as we and we saw with the Frankie Edgar fight, he can he can pull out a KO, um, you know, out of, out of his back pocket. To it, he he has enough ways to win the fight where you can never it's never like oh he's definitely gonna get killed, and he he is durable enough to keep him in, himself in the fight and keep hunting those opportunities, but when you take into the count of he might have ring rust. He hasn't fought since 2008 and 2018 was the last time he fought. And, um, he's consistently got himself in trouble with strikers and Korean zombie just hits way, way harder than I, I any of the other guys think, he's fought. I don't know exactly. Cause the interviews that Brian Ortega has given are kind of vague. They're not like really direct, but I mm-hmm. think he changed his, his hangers on a little bit, or maybe his his camp. I don't know. One, I, I I know he trades. He still trains with Gracie, right? That's his that's his dog. That's his 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 homeboy. 
But I don't know if it's... This is Henner, right? I, yeah, I believe so. I don't know if, if it's his hangers-on, his circle, that his social circle that Brian Ortega had to switch around, or if it's his entire camp that he had to switch around. But, there again, there's... They're very vague. Like when they've asked him these questions during um, whatever pre-fight media obligations, he's very vague about it. But Ooh. he's saying about how he's had to change some stuff around, change some people around. It's like, well, what do you mean? Is it your camp or I don't know? So, so, so Ortega's got a lot of like you said. He's got a long late. He's he's hasn't fought in a long time. He's changed his camp or and or his circle of friends around. So he's got some personal stuff that he's had to. Um, deal with during this whole layoff. Um, yeah, it looks like he went to Black House. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I don't know. That's crazy. That's weird to me. And, and that's that. I mean, that is another uh, factor that I think a lot of people don't take into account. It's like all this other outside stuff really makes a huge difference. So we I, speculating and, and breaking down the fighters is great, but we're breaking down who Brian Ortega was two years ago. So much can change, particularly with different training partners. If he, you know, if he's shored up some of the issues in his game, like he he might have uh, learned whole whole new methods of takedowns. He might he might be way more effective. Where if he wants to force a grappling exchange, now he can just do it. That is the sort of thing where you know you, if someone like Ortega already is a good grappler and they spend two years really working at it, you know it might be that he just takes. Korean zombie down and chokes him out in like yeah. short order. So it, it's a little bit harder to say because we, <laughs> we have to see where he was two years ago and kind of guess and project where he might be now. My guess with Ortega from what I've seen is that he's going to be better at the things that he was already good at. Like his, his, um, I bet his striking defense is going to have improved somewhat. Like he'll he'll be a little bit more evasive. We'll see some head movement. He's not gonna have to block every single punch with his face. Like he'll, <laughs> he'll maybe catch catch some of them on the forearms, that kind of thing. Like I, th- you know, I think his offensive striking will probably be better. I somehow I doubt that he's gotten that much better yeah. at wrestling, but you don't know. All right, I'm gonna look. At, I don't know what the odds are. I don't know. I don't know um, if Ortega's going in as an underdog. I'm going to bet on Ortega because he's a hometown guy. He's like a local guy. He's from, uh, uh, God damn it. He's not Torrance. He's, um, I know he trained in Torrance with Tanner, but, uh, San Pedro. I think he's San, Pe- San Pedro, Wilmington kind of area is, is what I've, I think he's from originally. Um, so he's relatively hometown ish kind of, and I'll take that bet if he's an underdog. But if he's if he's a favorite, I lean I like you. I lean towards um, putting the money on on Korean Zombie and then just raking in the money. If he's like a if he's like a sixty forty to you, I, I he is plus one sixty. That's that's actually kind of yeah. where I had him. I, I also look at Chang Sung Jung's his uh, when he he's the one of the few or one of the two uh, guys that have ever submitted a guy with a twister. So that that's gotta tell you mm-hmm. a little bit about his ground game. Like he knows some submissions. Um, how good are his, his submission defenses? I, I I can't recall a fight where he's had to defend. Um, I'm not saying that there hasn't been. I just can't remember any. But Brian City, Brian T City's got some crazy, crazy good uh, jujitsu. If, if you look at uh, if you look at 
Korean Zombie's record since he got back from from um, his military service. It's it's right. really impressive. I mean, he he KO'd Dennis Bermudez in the first round. He he was he just dominated a five round fight with Yari Rodriguez. And literally, when I say it last second, the, it, it was yeah. 459 out of five minutes in yeah. round five that it was just a fluke. Like I'm sure Yair Rodriguez, that's what he intended to do, but it was like, he tossed up a hell Mary to connect at the final second. It couldn't be more dramatic. It's like, like he ducked and threw his elbow up behind him and his yeah. elbow without actually even being able to see anything just connected on the exact right. Perfect spot. I can't, I can't recall anyone trying to execute that technique ever. Um, be it the last second or not, and actually have it connect and like hurt somebody. Like I'm sure someone has thrown it, but I can't. I can't think of anybody else that's done it. So and and for so for what's his name to Yair to have thrown it the last second? It was literally a toss up hail mary. Let's see what happens, and it happened to connect, and good for him. So so obviously the outcome wasn't great for for Zombie, but his performance was aw- yeah. awesome. He looked like head and shoulders better than than Yair, and just literally got unlucky last second. But then after Yair, he he rebounds by um, TKOing uh, Hanaru Maikano in the first Moikano's round. Good. I, mean, Mar- I think Maikano Mar- Mar- was undefeated. Very right? very good. Uh, no, I don't think he was undefeated, but he he was a very good fighter. Um, he may have had like one loss, maybe. But yeah, Maikano's great. Maikano had lost to or- Ortega, and uh, and again that was another one. He was Maikano was fucking Ortega up, and. Ortega it was durable, managed to hang around and, and just snatch a guillotine in the gotcha. third round. Uh, and he lost to Jose Aldo. So, like, that's... <laughs> if, if those are the people you're losing to, if you're losing to Aldo and uh, Ortega and you're beating guys like Jeremy Stevens and Cub Swanson and, and fucking Calvin Guitar, you're, you're a very yeah. good fighter. And Zombie is like, that's cool. Boom, you're dead. Um, and then, same thing. Just... just brutal KO of uh Frankie Edgar. So this this return run uh has been extremely impressive and there was a one unfortunate blip. I mean he's three and one, the one loss being uh, a fight that he was he dominated for twenty four minutes and fifty nine yeah. seconds and then lost one second of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I when I when it's like wow, we see we've seen Zombie fight a lot more than Ortega. Um He's been really, really good. There's some things uh, stylistically that are not in Ortega's favor, and I think I think Ortega's gonna again have to um, rely on his durability and pulling a rabbit out of his hat. And like we've seen him do it a bunch before, he definitely could do it. I mean, I, I think uh, if you want to bet on an underdog, you know, Ortega is always game, and uh, we, we've seen what he can do. But yeah. If, if if you are asking me who do I think is most likely to win, yeah, probably Zombie. Yeah. I, I wonder if I should – I don't still have time to make videos. It would be interesting to make a, like a tier list of um, of of those uh, metas, like the different stylistic metas for MMA, like uh-huh. ranking them. You know what I mean? Say like wrestle mm-hmm. boxers, uh, anti – you know, anti-grappling strikers, that sort of thing. And the weirdest part is you'd have to actually do – two different tier lists because with 155 down being a wrestler but wrestle boxer isn't like actually the probably the best yeah if that makes sense 
Like, because it, it, it used to be, but all the wrestle boxers from 155 down, especially 145 down, are actually struggling yeah. a little bit. Um, you know, Team Alpha Male used to be dominant, and then people kind of evolved past that. But 170 up, wrestle boxers are still fucking ruling the, ruling yeah. the world. Um, the heavyweight champ. <clears throat> right, and and I think Usman is still. I think he's still probably you classify him as a rep. Col- Colby has worked some kickboxing into it. Like he spe- he he specked into the kickboxing tree from boxing, but he's still he's still in the wrestling wrestle boxing ar- archetype. Um, whereas Usman is working towards I, what I think is like the S tier archetype, which I don't I don't know what a good name for it is. It's uh, you know about the tier lists? It's 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 F through A, and then S is the best. I don't know why. That's how they do tier lists, though. Um, yeah, I I seen that like in video games, but <clears throat> I don't know if I would classify him as an S tier. He's no no no. I, here, here's the thing. So so it's I'm not talking about him as a fighter. I'm talking about the archetype. So just like 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 a uh, RPG, right? You could you have your base stats. So like you know like strength, intelligence, all that. And then you have like the skill tree that you spec into. So you could you could have someone who's in the best skill tree, but if they don't have the stats to back it up, particularly in the one I'm talking about with Usman, they're not going to be very good. Um, so, so just let me let me explain what I'm talking about. I, I I'm trying to think of a good name for it, but it is the skill tree. Like it's it's almost like the like a like a jack of all trades gotcha. sort of thing. Um, S and that's, like that's, special, that's what like special like it, it stands it stands outside the, the the other archetypes. Well, it's it's just the it's the best. It's it's like it's like they wanted you know F through A, and then like we need something even better than A. Like it's like the freaking not God tier. I think God tier is the tier above that, but it's like like the best the best of the best. Uh, and I'm I'm talking about just you know wrestle boxer being an archetyped uh, striker anti grappler. And then I'm going to call it jack of all trades, and it's a funny one because you, you if you're if you don't have really high base stats, you know, speed, endurance, athletic ability, you know, all the, all those sort of things, and even intelligence, and you try to become a back a jack of all trades, you're actually going to be really bad because everyone you fight is going to be better at what regardless of what it is, grappling, striking, they'll be better than you. And if you're not athletic enough to, to take advantage of their weaknesses, then it just doesn't matter. But when you get a guy like GSP or Volkanovsky, or I think this is what Usman is working towards, where they have really high base stats in um, you know all the athletic abilities and b- both. I, I think in MMA, an important base stat would just be like learning rate, like how quickly you can pick up new things. And then they become a, like the, the jack of all trades. Uh, and they had, and, and again, part of it is, is fight IQ. That's another base that you need to be high. Then you, that's when you see these really long-term dominant champions where, um, part of which would made GSP so successful is he might run into someone who is a better striker than them, but then he could take it down and he could make it a grappling match or he might run into a better grappler, but he could keep it standing and he, he could kind of dictate where the fight would be and he could attack you at your weakest point and he could switch, from one strategy to the next mid-fight and, and really just kind of keep you off balance. And you might you might get really, really dominant champions who are um you know like 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 Robert Whitaker was like a you know uh, look 
really, really good champion, and he, but he was in that um, that that striker anti grappler archetype. But then he runs into to Israel Asani, who's just a better striker than him. Yeah. And he's fucked, like because he can't. He he didn't have it built into his game to to dictate and change sort of the rules of engagement. And I think we might see Robert Whitaker in the future moving more towards a jack of all trades. So it's just it's just interesting seeing how all these these different archetypes sort of play out. Um, like oh, oh you know, another real common archetype, not real common, but when you see is, is uh, control grappler. Those are the boring ones. Like uh, I think of like uh, Jake Shields. Oh, Jake Shields, Khabib, uh, Damian Maya well, would still be one of those. Well, I don't know because and, I think yeah, Khabib is largely more of a control grappler, but but he's hundred percent, hundred ten. But he's I mean, able that's... to at least implement some damage when he's on top and he's controlling you. Unlike John Fitch, who would just lay yeah. on you, hump your leg. Right. Well. And again, when I'm talking about the skill trees, like Khabib went into c- control grappling, and then he 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 continued down the the skill tree into uh, ground and pound, and then a little bit of submissions. Damian Maya goes control grappling, full into to um, uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu and submissions and back takes, and like it it's the same archetype, and they just went into two different branches of that of that same archetype, but they're. Their goal is the same thing. Damian Maya wants to use his striking to work his way into a clinch or a takedown situation. He wants to get to, to his gra- get you down on the ground, uh, implement control, and then finish the fight. Khabib wants to do the same thing. He wants to use his take his striking to get to a place to back you up, uh, get a takedown, and then instead of going for the submission, he wants to isolate your your limbs, you can't escape, and then just ground and pound you until um, the ref stops the fight. Same, same, same archetype, but they just specced into different skill trees. Got it. If you were in the Whittier Boys edition, what would your power be? Oh, that's interesting. So, okay, so it's got to be Whittier specific, and it couldn't be dance moves. I'm trying to nah. That's that probably wouldn't be that. I'm trying to think because there's two ways to go with it. Like you can either go with something that's a positive attribute or a negative attribute. So it's like like we could like um, I'm trying to think how to do it how to do it because because there's a couple of different ways I could go and and we're talking about like me circa you, you know yeah, 2004 or whatever circa, when yeah, I'm at Whittier. Sure. Okay, so not me now. Because that, that's different. Because because there would definitely be more of an emphasis on physical abilities when I was actually like an athlete and and stronger. I wasn't having all these like spine problems. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna say from there it has to be. Oh this so this would be a funny one. Okay, so it has to be a wittier version of the Hulk. Okay. Because I I definitely had some Jaffe uh-huh. Smash moments. I mean that was that was. Um, but it's like he was still Bruce, Bruce Banner. He, he was still Bruce Banner, so he was intelligent when he wasn't the Hulk. But when he was the Hulk, it was Jaffe Smash mode. Well, so, sometimes, sometimes. So, and with Bruce Banner, I mean, we don't, we don't have to get too nerdy into the comics. There was also a Hulk where it, this was actually one of the funniest versions of the Hulk. He, he was he, he was Bruce Banner when he was the Hulk. But if he got upset and mad, then he would turn back into to like hu- the human form. But he would be like angry, smash like the Hulk, which which is an interesting dynamic because like you're in these really stressful situations fighting villains. But he knows if he gets too worked up, he's gonna turn into this raging little like weakling. But I think I think for me, 
if we're doing the Jaffe version of the Hulk, uh, it, it, it has to be what what sets him off. What set, sets sets Jaffe off to become Jaffe Smash Hulk? It it it, it has to be a wittier mm. twist on it. Maybe maybe it's only if you wake him up when he's sleeping. Sure, that's okay. All right, you wake you up when you're sleeping and you become Jaffe Smash. I don't know if that's right or not, though. I, I, I we're, we're 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 close. It just doesn't it doesn't feel. And maybe maybe the powers have to be slightly different than the 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 regular Hulk. Destroys glass by just staring at it. <laughs> no, your ability is tossing little people through windows. You you just like you have like a you have like a repellent. That's my special. But that's I mean. But but Armando, I, I actually have that ability in real life. <laughs> you have like a repellent ability about you so that when you become like Jaffe Smash Mode, like anyone less than five foot six, like just is, is like repelled by your presence and they go flying in the air. Okay, look, that was <laughs> one time. Like who 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 among us hasn't thrown Ricky Ortiz through a, a glass door at least once? Like everyone's done it at least once. I, don't know. I think that'd be a cool power to have. <laughs> um, I've got nothing else really. Dodgers uh, won yesterday, like fifteen to two or fifteen to three. They're still down the series, two games to one. They're playing again tonight. Here shortly, within the next hour or so, I believe. Um, we had to talk about Lakers, how they how they won the championship. Um, mm-hmm. I, I watched most of one of, which game? one of the games. Game or the baseball? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I learned that I actually really like the Miami Heat. Like, I still don't really – I don't care yeah. about watching the NBA at all. Like, the M- NBA still is not interesting to me. But um, I enjoy the Heat as personalities off the court. Like, I think Jimmy Butler is fucking hilarious. I'm like, that guy's the man. Um, more power to him for, for – uh, just sticking with it because he's he's not like a f- I mean he's he's an exceptional athlete but in, in NBA terms he's not like this otherworldly like freak athlete like he does it I mean and he wasn't that good like even in college he wasn't like a star collegiate player and he just gradually gradually even through his career in the NBA like you never see that like a guy like breaking out and becoming like a huge star this late in their career is extremely rare. And he's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen Jimmy Butler interviews or, or or just his vlogs, like he has a really good, well-produced YouTube channel where it's like, huh. So apparently Jimmy Butler is a better vlogger than pretty much every YouTuber I've seen out there. Like, cool. Do you do you, Jimmy Butler? That's that's what I say. I've got nothing else. I think um, I don't want to look into my crystal ball. Uh, but I think next week you have to get drunker to do that. It doesn't work when you're no. That's my superpower. You're sober. Right, blackout drunk. Um, I think next week will be uh, looking into my crystal ball superpower ability. Super the boys Widger version. Um, we're probably going to be talking about Khabib um, and Khabib. Khabib and uh, and. Uh, and that we'll be talking about that fight next week, J- Habib uh, Gaethje next week. So I don't want to count the chickens. That'll probably be what we're talking about next week. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I think I think we're good, man. We covered a lot of a lot of uh, territory. We 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 heard about uh, Armando's Armando, weekend at Mondo's, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
And and then we really really got into the nitty gritty of Ortega versus Korean Zombie. So I I think um, all, all I can say is is listeners who, who made it all the way through, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.